It's a Minimalist Monday, Christmas edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 745, Giving the Gift of Christmas and Receiving Gifts from Others, both by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, reading to you every day, including holidays, obviously, just like an audiobook free of charge, mostly from blogs, but sometimes from books, like tomorrow will be from a book, and always with permission from the websites. Merry Christmas to you if you're celebrating. Can't believe it's already here. And this is actually the third Christmas of this podcast, if you can believe it. I started this in December of 2015, so it's been around for two years, but now has had three Christmases, which is crazy. Anyway, before we get to today's two posts, big thanks to a brand new sponsor for this podcast and for this Christmas episode. It's a Christmas gift for me, and that's Four Sigmatic. We're a little late to order Christmas gifts, but you can still give yourself a gift Four Sigmatic is mushroom coffee, superfood blends, and what they call mushroom elixirs. Now, mushrooms have been studied for centuries and different kinds have different health benefits. So Four Sigmatic has created these drinks. And I actually don't like eating mushrooms or drinking coffee, but I tried it anyway and it was really good, no joke. You can get 15% off your order by using my code OLD and the link is foursigmatic.com slash OLD. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C dot com slash O-L-D. I also have that linked in the episode's description. I'll tell you what I tried from them later specifically, but for now, let's get right to today's two posts as we optimize your life. Giving the Gift of Christmas by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. Quote, you give but little when you give of your possessions. It is when you give of yourself that you truly give. Khalil Gibran. It is better to give than receive. We hear it all the time, especially this time of year. But sometimes I wonder if we really believe it. We say the phrase as if the generalization is a foregone conclusion. We print it on bumper stickers and billboards. We teach it to our children. And we mutter it under our breath when circumstances don't go as expected. But in reality, the axiom is difficult to live out. We live in a world that seeks personal gain, even encourages it. And as a result, we want to make sure the things we receive are equal to the gifts that we give. But I think the statement does ring true. It is better to give than receive. This website stands as proof. The accumulation of possessions offers only short-term pleasure that fades quickly. On the other hand, generosity and giving offers a long-lasting happiness, purpose, and fulfillment. It is better to give than receive. And the stakes only get higher when we consider the themes of Christmas. Christmas, you see, is far more than pretty presents under a tree. Christmas is a celebration of love and joy and peace. These are the greatest gifts we can ever give, but they are often the most difficult, especially if we have not received them from others. We dig in our heels. We decide we will offer forgiveness, but only if they make the first phone call. We will show love, but only after they sacrifice something. And we may respond in goodness, but only after they start showing some kindness to us first. Suddenly, we fall into the same foolish trap believing it is better to receive than give. But the themes of Christmas should not be kept to ourselves. They can only be experienced when given away. Love. Christmas is a season of love a celebration of sacrificing what we have to show appreciation to those who mean the most. And while expressing love to another may be the most beautiful thing we can ever do, 
it can also be one of the most difficult, especially when those who should love us the most withhold it. Love anyway. True love is not self-seeking. It keeps no record of wrongs and demands nothing in return. Joy. This world never allows for perfect circumstances and those who wait to find joy in them never will. It is unwise to base our happiness fully on the actions of others. But that doesn't mean we can't bring a little joy into the life of another by the things that we do and the words that we say. We can still be intentional about spreading joy wherever we go. Peace. Family and personal relationships can cause conflict, turmoil, and stress at any time, but the tensions are often heightened during the holidays. Offer the gift of peace this Christmas by taking the first step. One phone call or conversation may not make amends for years of hurt, but it's still the first step that needs to get taken by somebody. Hope. Hope is one of the greatest assets in the entire world. It is one of the greatest treasures we can ever find for ourselves. It is one of the greatest gifts we can ever give to somebody else. See the good in others. Believe in their greatest potential. And encourage often. Reconciliation. At its heart, Christmas is a story of reconciliation. A baby was born to offer forgiveness to those who need it most. In the same way, the holiday season creates opportunity to offer forgiveness and reconciliation to those who need it most in our lives. We can take the first step. Even before an apology has ever been uttered, we can lay the foundation for reconciliation that makes it possible. Goodwill. People may desire to harm us, but wishing pain and suffering upon them in response only compounds the hurt. Harboring resentment, ill will, and bitterness in our hearts allows their actions to control us indefinitely into the future. On the other hand, wishing goodwill upon those who hurt us frees our soul, and it allows us to move on to better things. These are the themes of Christmas, and we should grant them freely. Maybe the greatest gifts we can give during Christmas are the very things we most desire to receive. Receiving Gifts from Others by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com An interesting conversation occurred with my wife last night when she informed that a good family friend of ours had offered to give our two-year-old daughter a large box of hand-me-down toys that her daughter had outgrown. Included in the collection is a large wooden dollhouse. My wife was interested to see how I would respond based on our decision to become minimalist. As I began to think through what it would mean to bring in a large number of toys, I had a number of questions for my wife. Number one, are the toys something that our daughter will enjoy playing? Easy answer, yes, she absolutely loves dolls. That's her thing, playing with dolls. I can picture the joy on her face already of having a dollhouse to put them in. Shame on me if my quest to become minimalist would rob her of that joy. Number two, are the toys something that the other family wants to use to bless our family or just get out of their own house? We all know the family that graciously offers to give you their old treadmill or foosball table, not for the sake of blessing, but for the sake of removing the clutter from their own house. My wife assured me that they were genuinely hoping to bless our family even to the point that the daughter ran up to her excitedly to tell about the toys that she had picked out for us. Number three, do we have toys that we can remove from our daughter's current collection to make room for the new ones? Absolutely, there are many toys in the toy room that my little girl has outgrown or no longer has an interest in. 
We will sort out some of those toys and remove them to make room for the new ones. I can't wait to see the joy on my daughter's face when the new dollhouse appears in our toy room. And I'm very grateful for the wonderful family whose generosity will bring her that joy. Thank you. You just listened to the posts titled Giving the Gift of Christmas and Receiving Gifts from Others, both by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. Thank you again to Four Sigmatic for sponsoring this Christmas episode. So Four Sigmatic, they found out about the show and reached out. And seriously, I flat out said, I don't like eating mushrooms and I don't drink coffee. So it doesn't make sense for me to talk about it. But I decided what the heck and I tried it. Specifically, I tried hot cacao. It's like hot chocolate, perfect for the winter. And yeah, it doesn't taste like mushrooms. It's actually really good. And what's cool is that there are different mushrooms with different health benefits and properties for different drinks. So the hot cacao, for example, they have one that's made with reishi, which has been studied and is supposed to help you relax. So that'd be good for stress or if you're gonna go to sleep and that doesn't have caffeine. But they have one with a different mushroom, which is more of a pick-me-up, basically the opposite effect. I really like that they're bringing these different kinds of mushrooms into our diets in a unique way and also very important, a good tasting way that I've never seen before. This is not something I normally talk about, but the fact that they were successful in getting me to consume mushrooms and actually enjoy it is a huge achievement. It speaks a lot towards the drink. So I got a special code with them, OLD. You can get 15% off. The link is foursigmatic.com slash OLD. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com slash OLD. And I have it linked in this episode's description. I hope whether or not you celebrate Christmas formally that you're having a wonderful time. It means a lot that you're here listening to the show. I'm doing my best to bring you content that I truly think will help you optimize your life. I hope it's helpful and I wish you all the best for these holidays and into the new year. Have a great start to this new week and I'll be back tomorrow with a book excerpt. One of our regular authors has a brand new book coming out, which is super exciting. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.